Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you this very afternoon and uh, Monday afternoon and just fresh in from uh, some pro day, some Baylor pro day activities. John Morris was out there and um, I got to see a lot of a lot of great Baylor Bears and a lot of folks that uh, competed and, and did really well today and their families were there all the scouts i believe all 32 teams were represented saw the patriot scout as i was walking out so pretty good pretty good crew pretty good crew of uh scouts were were on campus out there and a credit to um to midway high school wow i mean not many places could host a a uh, pro an nfl pro day uh, and because of some stuff going on at Baylor's indoor facility, they needed to use the um, the Midway uh, facility, the MAT, the that is the Midway Activity Center, MAC we call it. And guys, it was um, Aaron. That place is a palace. It's just beautiful. It's it's spacious. I. I, I mean, it feels like a whole full hundred yards. I, I can't remember now if it's 80 yards or 100 yards. It, it feels like it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. And, of course, other schools in Central Texas and around the state have facilities like this. But, boy, what Midway has. I've been in some great ones. Um, some of the Metroplex, even like Highland Park and Lake Highlands and some of those that are really, really nice. But nobody's is quite as nice and as spacious as what Midway has. Brad Shelton and uh, Shane, the whole bunch out there. I saw Shane today, head coach out there at Midway, and, and uh, so it was fun to get to catch up with him a little bit. Uh, Tom was out there, all the uh, assembled local media. And as we start the show today, Aaron, we're getting we're getting all sorts of you know, people are now able to come on at 420 that, that I didn't even know about uh, a few minutes ago. And so um, I was trying to make a switch if I could. We can, um, But Mark Milton, the Baylor cornerback who participated in the combine today and I knew would be one of the speediest players, uh, agreed to come on with us. He may come on with us here at 420. Um and we may have to see if we can move Chip Brown, who broke the Rodney Terry story. Um, this is going to be interesting to work all this out. And then Matt Lively may be coming on with us later this afternoon. The Channel 6. Channel 6's own um, Matt Lively. He was out there today. Um, so I'm as we speak, I'm programming and producing and and putting it all together and to see how this all lands. Because right now, Aaron, we have 
the man who broke the story, Rodney Terry, uh, as the head coach at University of Texas. And it does look like that was confirmed this afternoon, that it's certainly headed that way. And then um, uh, I saw John Rothstein had one. Chip Brown was the first to have it last night. And Chip was going to jump on with us at 420. Now we have a Baylor player at 420 and Chip at 420. So we're going to work it out one way or the other. And um, it'll be uh, it'll be totally fine, and we'll have uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it. But Aaron um, Pro Day is really cool because um, I, I had a picture in front of me earlier of uh, I think I have it right down here. Nineteen Baylor players that were um, that were represented at Pro Day, and a lot of great performances. Um, Mark Milton ran great. He wanted to jump a little higher than he did. He had a really good uh, on his uh, bench press, his lift. I think Khalil Keith uh, pumped up two, um, 225, uh, 26 times, which is great. And then I believe Mark was telling me that Christian Morgan had uh, pumped up 225 17 times, which is nice for a, uh, for a defensive back, and that he also had – a standing broad jump of, and this is Christian Morgan, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 10-11, which is just great, unbelievable, uh, almost 11 feet, and Mark Milton went 10 even. Aaron, you're a, a guy who enjoys the combine and um, and and watching all the NFL. What is your favorite? Do you get more into the 40-yard dash? Do you like the three-cone uh, do you like the the two the lifting portion of this? What is your what's your favorite part of the NFL Combine when it comes to all these pro day activities? Just <laughs> probably the forty times. I don't watch any of it, but I, I'll I'll look at everyone's forty times and their 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 times in the speed and agility drills that you were talking about, the three cone things like that. But uh-huh. mainly the forty time. Yeah. Well, um, the great news for this guy and for a great uh, – oh, that's funny, Aaron. I, I asked somebody to, to change times, and I get, a, I, get, I get the response back that 420 works. <laughs> like, um, okay, well, we'll just have to stay. We'll mark Milton there, and I'll do a switcheroo. Um, Aaron, while I'm doing this, give us caught up, if you would, on that uh, Lamar Jackson story as I'm trying to uh, uh, produce the program here live on the air. Uh, get a, can you get us caught up on that Lamar Jackson story? I thought that was really interesting from Adam Schefter today. Some breaking news earlier on a, uh, a requested trade that Lamar has made. Aaron, any... Any developments on that? What exactly happened with that? He just basically tweeted out that he had he had asked for a trade from the uh, Ravens on March second because quote the team has not been interested in meeting my value in contract talks. So um, Harbaugh had a uh, talk to the media today, and all he talked about was yeah when when Lamar comes back and blah, 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 because people were asking him about it. It's ridiculous because Lamar's not coming back. He's not playing for Baltimore next year. You can you can bank on that. All right. And 
I, I just, you know, it's got to be the right fit. And how rare is it to have these sort of MVP-level quarterbacks changing spots? Aaron, you've got Aaron Rodgers, you know, headed over to the, the Jets, and Lamar Jackson headed somewhere. Aaron, are you getting any feel for, like, who might have an interest? I mean, I, I just find it crazy that as great as he is, he's become the best fit at the place where he is. And, and quite honestly, anybody who tries to trade for him or brings him in has to completely change their offense. And, and these teams don't always do a great job of, of changing these things on the fly. What, what sort of teams are we even hearing about? None right now because, <laughs> because the teams are colluding because they don't want to fully guarantee his contract. I mean, it, it, there, there's no way that a 26-year-old quarterback for two years removed for an MVP when people, when teams gave up just insane amounts of draft capital to get Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson that nobody is interested in Lamar Jackson for two first-round picks, picks, it's crazy. It's obviously that, that they're colluding because they don't want to pay his guaranteed money. They don't want to set a precedent of full, fully guaranteed contract. That's why there's no interest. There's been rumblings of maybe New England and maybe the Colts, but still nothing. Wow. This is – I mean, I'm trying to think what the – I mean, New England brought in Cam and and kind of tried to um, tried to come up with something there and, and on the fly – yeah, but Cam was terrible and at that point. He was past his point, but, you know, they gave it a try. And although he was doing a pro day just recently, wasn't he? Was that uh, – Yeah, it was – Cam <laughs> show up at Auburn's at pro Auburn's day? At Auburn's pro day, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, speaking of former quarterbacks who returned to their roots, Charlie Brewer. And I think you may have heard a little bit of Charlie on uh, – in, in on the John Morris show today, Charlie was back out there after having that prolific career with the Bears. Obviously, he ends up going to Utah, was a starter there, didn't work out. Then goes to Liberty, gets hurt at Liberty, and then finally in December or January, got all the way back from like a, a broken thumb. You know, he's had concussions, he's had things that he, he did, and he threw at the Baylor Pro Day today. And it was great to see him. Uh, just been so long, and and uh, obviously had a tremendous career for the Bears. And boy, Ben Sims, Aaron was going on and on about like how hard he's throwing, how um, how how fast the ball's coming out. So, um, I mean, this is really uh, he was getting a lot of praise. So it was fun to see him. And then, Aaron, at the end of it, I kind of just jokingly said to you, Charlie, do you have any eligibility left? And and he quickly said, I'm done with college. <laughs> After going to he, – he originally committed to SMU, 
ends up at Baylor, gets Baylor through a lean time. You know, he was a freshman on that team that won a single game under rule. The next year they go to a bowl game, he starts. The next year they win a million games, and they go to the uh, they go to the Sugar Bowl with Matt Rule. And then there's a pandemic year that he plays in, and then he transfers out of Baylor in the portal and ends up um, with Utah, and then he transfers again and ends up with Liberty. Gets hurt there early in the season, so. He looked good. Ball, you know, ball was coming out of there pretty quickly. And uh, Aaron, the other thing I wanted to share with you, and we'll get ready to talk to uh, Baylor cornerback MJ Milton or Mark Milton, as a lot of people know him. But you know, they they Ben Sims, and I think I tweeted this out. Ben Sims ran a four five seven today. I mean that is that is remarkable. I mean we know Ben Sims is a tremendous tight end. Great hands, caught so many passes over the years, and quite honestly may go down as the best tight end Baylor's ever had. People say Ronnie Lee and things like that. Ronnie was more obviously became a great blocker in the NFL as a as a tackle. Um, Steve Stutzman. I mean, there have been some good tight ends, but in terms of the numbers, Ben Sims probably put up better numbers than any tight end I can ever remember at Baylor over the years. Quite honestly, they just never threw to the tight end a ton, and now they do with Jeff Grimes, and uh, Ben Sims became a, a tremendous target for Blake Shapin and Gary Bohannon before him. So, uh, and he, he was hurt that year they went to the the first sugar bowl but then of course was back for the for the next one so uh ben sims having a great day out there and i would say that of all the things that happened today that was one of the headliners for me sims running a four five seven that was remarkable all right now we have mark milton baylor cornerback coming up next five o'clock matt lively and now 520 Chip Brown, the man who broke the news of Rodney Terry. So we got a power-packed show and um, excited to bring it all to you. Uh, Mark Milton is next. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in from Westwood One Radio, Ted Emmer. Ted, good morning. That's where the tournament has gone. Yeah, 15th seed can not just make it to the second weekend, but even go all the way to the Elite Eight. And again, it's a 15 next to the name. Who cares? Even a 16. Now that we've seen it twice, beating a one, it's not like there is full-fledged parity, but it's certainly a lot more wide open than it used to be. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. 
I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my good feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Tom of the ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for some grown-up conversation. Some of you take performance enhancers for the gym, for more energy, to grow your hair. So why not the bedroom? It's all about confidence. Confidence knowing that you're ready. Good news, help us here with chewables from BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets can help men gain extra confidence when it's time. The process is simple. No doctor's appointments, no awkward conversations, and it's shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And here's a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code 1660 at checkout and pay just $5 for shipping. That's promo code 1660. BlueChew.com. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Tom Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball was swept over the weekend by Oklahoma State. The Bears are back with Baylor Ballpark tomorrow hosting Abilene Christian. Number 20 Baylor softball was also swept by number two Oklahoma State over the weekend. The Bears will be at home tomorrow hosting UTSA. NCAA tournament is set with the Final Four for the first time. There's no top three seeds in the Final Four. Number five San Diego State will face nine seed FAU. And number five seed Miami will face number four seed UTSA. UConn in Houston at NRG. Mavericks lost back-to-back games to the Hornets. Luka picked up his 16th techno foul and could miss tonight's game with the Pacers with a suspension. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Dallas sits one loss back of the Oklahoma City Thunder for the final play-in spot in the Western Conference. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Mark Milton now joining us uh, straight off from Pro Day. And, um, Mark, I did see, boy, some of the, I hope the family and players uh, got some food over there or something. I saw some of those scouts walking away with, like, to-go 
uh, food. And, you know, I was kind of the media. I was kind of looking for the media section of the food, and that did not arrive. <laughs> Mark, did you all uh, did you did you get something to eat out there? And, and that had to be kind of cool to have the family members and everybody in attendance. Did um, did did some of your family get to uh, get to observe the uh, workout? Uh, first off, thank you for having me. And, um, yeah. yes, sir, they, they did. They were able to sit and, uh, watch as I performed today. And then I was, um, we were able to go to Union Hall, um, and kind of eat as a family and, and recap on like memories and stuff like that. And all the sharing, all the pictures that we took after mom's a big picture lady. So she wanted <laughs> to take a million pictures after pro day. All right, Union Hall. Now, don't you have several different ways you can go when you walk into that place? What What is your go-to? Do you go with a slice of pizza, or are you way too healthy for that? Are you looking for, I seem to remember, a taco place there, perhaps several other? What Which direction do you go if you're, if you're at Union Hall? Yeah, yeah. We They have a lot of great places, but the two places I tend to go to a lot, um, and a lot of guys on the football team. Um, it's called Blazing Asian, and it's also a burger place that's called Whizbangs. Like, everybody on the team loves those two places, and my dad loves Whizbangs. So he was like, man, I got to get me another I gotta get me another burger. This might be the last time I'm going to be in Waco. I got to get me one more. Yeah, well, tell him he can come back any time. And uh... – Captain Billy Whizbangs was one of my favorite spots when I was a Baylor student. Now, that place, I, I guess it still exists. It was out off uh, uh, Valley Mills somewhere. So this is a newfangled uh, uh, portion of it over there at Union Hall. Now, Mark, that was uh, that was fun getting to see you. You always do a great job with the media. And, uh, and then you stayed over there, saw one of your uh, compadres, uh, Hanspard, was visiting with the media. And, uh, I mean, I, now that guy, um, he, he's, there's nobody better like on the mic is there than, uh, than BJ Hanspard. I mean, this man, he's, he's spoken in front of churches, hundreds upon hundreds of people. Uh, he's, 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 he's no stranger to a microphone, is he? No, not at all. He, he's, God gave him a gift, you know, his voice, he, he, his calling he feels is to be like a somewhat of like a motivational speaker. Um, and he does it, he does it like he does it well. He, he, when you speak, you want to listen. He has that, that bass in his voice where it's like, okay, he says something, you hear him. His voice carries. He's not afraid to be, to stand in front of hundreds and thousands of people. I think he thrives at that. Like, and like we noticed that whenever, you know, we first got here, and I just know he's going to do great things. Even even he's going to do great things in football, and he's going to do great things outside of football. Just with that, because God gave him a gift, and he he's using it. Well, God gave you a gift too, and uh, both uh, academically and speed wise, all of that, and uh, had to be fun to work towards something and prepare and prepare, and then get to go out there and compete in that environment. Did the uh, did it almost feel like? Prior to today's Baylor Pro Day, Mark, that it, it it was like a game. Did it? Did you have those kinds of, or did you have those kinds of butterflies or emotions, or did it feel completely different to that? What was the what was kind of the 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 build up to it? What were you feeling this morning? You know, 
you know, three days out, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. And when I tell you I ran 40 in my head probably a million times, I ran, I, I probably ran it more than that in my, in my mind. But last night, um, you know, I, I, when I got home and I'm like, okay, I did my little meetings with, 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 with certain teams and I get home and I'm like, okay, I need to be asleep by 10. But I had like a whole bunch of energy. I had engine, in, energy, wasn't too much nervousness, wasn't too much nervousness. Woke up this morning and now I'm like, okay, now the nerves are hitting me. Now the nerves are hitting me like it's a, like it's a game day. But it was like the second that I went, I got up there and, you know, I cracked my first joke with one of my teammates. It, it kind of calmed me down a little bit. And then, you know, as it went on, you know, I we just kept on telling each other, like me, BJ, and and um, Christian, we were like, when we got into our, our individual drills, we were like, man, this ain't nothing but indie. Like, it's 15-minute indie we finna go through. It just ain't nothing but practice. Don't do nothing different. You know what I mean? Don't make it more than what it is. You're just going out here and showing showing these people what they already know. So, you know, it was it was a blessing that they were there because, you know, just having them there with me kind of calmed my nerves down. And it was like, okay, we didn't did this a million times. We we, we were at Baylor for five years. We didn't, we didn't have plenty of indies with each other, you know. So it was kind of like a routine thing. Um, but at the, at the same time, it was, you know, it was a big deal. You know, you, I played football my whole life for, you know, just to get to where I'm at to perform in these, that, that two, three hours that we had, you know, so it was a really big deal, but, um, seeing it as a blessing and going out there and doing what I can and then putting it in God's name is all you can really do at the end of the day. Mark Milton, MJ Milton, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Um, you know, you've got a, a, a magnetic personality, and I know those scouts and the teams are going to enjoy being around you. I, I think uh, maybe the Vikings were one of the teams you were going to visit with. I know you'd enjoyed visiting with one of the Cowboys scouts because I saw you talking to him again maybe about the time I was uh, – leaving what are you what kind of feedback are you getting like what kind of what kind of things come up during those conversations as you start to uh as you start to talk to uh some of the different teams what are they what are they most interested in finding out about you um you know they of course they want to know what you know about football but they really want to know you know if we pick you up if we decide to draft you if we decide to have you on our team um, what what kind of man are we getting? So they they ask questions about that. You know, um, we always end up laughing in, in all of in all of my meetings because you know we get to talking about fishing because I love fishing. You know, I tell them my back my background story. I tell them how I'm married. I'm newly married, so you know that kind of throws them off because you don't get too many guys that my age that are married. But you know, I tell them a story about that. Um, I tell them how I'm family oriented. Um, I, I try to put, you know, my faith first in a lot of things. So, you know, they, they really just want to know what type of man they're getting whenever, whenever, um, you're talking one-on-one with these teams. All right. Did your, is your wife been, um, helping, you know, in this preparations? Is she, uh, does she like to get out there everyone? I mean, I, I, a lot of these guys go to, uh, Florida, go to different places. Somebody, some people do it in Austin. Where have you been doing all your 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 preparation to to make sure you jump as high as you need to and and get the forty time like you need it? Um, I went to APEC 
um, in Prosper. So they have one in Fort Worth and mm-hmm. they have one in Prosper, Texas. So I went to the one in Prosper, Texas, and we kind of collabed with the guys in Fort Worth. So whenever we did like our mock pro day, um, we all we all went to the Fort Worth uh, location and did all those things. But yeah, um, Chico and Jay, they really you know they really got got us right over there. Okay, and and like you already were an extremely fast guy, so I guess it's just trying to get right technique wise with the forty. You were wanting to run a four three something. You told me your first time today unofficially was like a four four one. And and that was even though you knew you didn't have a uh, perfect you know technique on that one. Did you ever hear what your second one was, or or did you get any feedback on that? Um, I got a feedback from a scout, and he he had me. My first one was at um, I think they gave me a four four one. Like so, some of the guys had faster than that. Some of the guys had slower than that. So I think that they mm. got four four one. Like you know the the average and then um the second one was a little slower it was a four 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 which is it's still yeah. good but I, I, st- I still wanted to be in that four three range but just to be able to get almost to a four three it was still still mm-hmm. still rolling at the end of the day so at the end of the day like i said i i, I performed how i could perform and now it's in god's yeah. and hopefully hopefully they like what they saw today well, uh, Mark Milton on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I mean, people like your size. Um, you've been listed. I've seen it 6'2". I was standing next to you today. You are a big guy, especially at cornerback position. Sometimes guys play at 5'10", 5'11", kind of like Boogie. Um, what um, what did they measure you out at um, officially? Uh, did, they, did, they, did they tell you, like, as far as, like, what you – what the height-wise and weight-wise? Um, height wise, I don't, I don't really remember, but I know weight wise, I came in a little light, you know, all week I was in the 190, I was 190. That's where I wanted to be at. But this morning I, I um, guess I didn't feel enough because I, I came in at 186. I was like, I somewhere in my preparation, I was a little bit off, but huh. I know I've played, they, they know the weights that I've played at and the weights that I've hit. Um, but yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah, that's one thing I'm really good at, Mark, is adding weight. So I rarely, I rarely show up and am surprised that I'm four pounds under what I think I'm going to be. <laughs> I wish I had that. I sort of kind of <laughs> wish I had that problem. <laughs> oh man! Uh, well, it was uh, it was fun to watch you out there, and you got to you know went through all the the drills and everything, and I bet that was kind of neat because you've seen. Boogie and JT and, and so many. Uh, you mentioned Petrie that you've been in touch with. I mean, you became a leader last year with the with the DBs, and but you but you got you kind of came in with a lot of those guys. You were a fifth year this year. Um, do you feel like that gives you a little bit of an advantage? So many of your your great friends having already had a year in the NFL have gone through this process. Like, how much do you lean on? on them and some of those conversations in, in preparing for all this? Oh, a whole lot. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of guys that, you know, when they go in the league, they don't really know too many people in the league, so they can't really get, um, like, an insight on what it's really like. So, you know, I, I'll call those guys up and, and ask them, hey, like, so what is it like? Like, compared to, you know, 
a Coach Aranda practice or a Coach Rule practice. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, give me, give me like, what is it like? And, and you know, they they kind of they kind of sway me in the right right ways and tell me like, okay, it's this, this, that, this is what you need to expect. You know, from all around, they 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 already told me that first year is boom, 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 back, back, back. It's gonna be hectic, but they they're telling me how how I can find my way and make sure that I stay and get on a team. So it's they've been really helpful in just keeping me motivated because you know, like you said, I came in with those guys and I know their abilities and I know my abilities. So I know I can I can go out there and, and compete with the best of them just just like they are. So it's a blessing to have them in my corner to be able to drop those words of knowledge on me whenever I can, whenever they can. All right. Now, what was your what was your boyhood uh, uh, NFL team? Did you uh, being from the Houston area? Were you a Texans fan, or was there a certain NFL player? Like, which, which team were you drawn to growing up? So, I watched a lot of Texans because my pops loves the Texans, and I had an uncle that loved the Cowboys. And growing up, I I loved Tom Brady. <laughs> you, you might a lot of people don't like to hear a a Mike call me a bandwagoner, but people that really know me know that I love Tom Brady. That's interesting. So when you saw that Patriot Scout, like as I was leaving, I saw one of those Patriot Scouts. That probably that probably got your attention, didn't it? You know, all your years of uh, of of loving uh, uh, Brady. Well, he's finally retired. Um, isn't that, isn't that interesting? Cause you probably started watching him when you were a little kid, right? And, uh, <laughs> and yeah. he's, and he's kept playing all these years. So it's, uh, it's kind of remarkable. You know, Mark, it's isn't it interesting. I know NFL is your, your ultimate goal, but isn't it kind of nice right now that with the XFL, USFL, there seem to be more avenues than ever to kind of keep your career going um does do you kind of do you i mean that that has to be one of those things you you enjoy and again like you're shooting for the nfl obviously but that have you seen some of your teammates or former uh teammates end up in some of those other leagues too yeah i've been seeing a lot of um a lot of guys from the past years going there and they're really balling out like jay will right now um riley jay love um Abram, um, they're all they're all doing really good in the XFL. Like, mm-hmm. I, I sit down and watch some of their games right now, and um, and they're they're like doing really good. You know, they they had their shot at the NFL, which they're probably gonna get another one the way they've been mm-hmm. playing. Um, but it's a blessing that you know you don't have to hang up the cleats. You still got um, a steady income. You know, it's not like the NFLs, but it's still an income, and then you still have a chance to maybe a team picks you up because they saw how you were dominating in the other league. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I, uh, I was looking back at some highlights of you before the interview. I saw that Texas tech, uh, interception, you know, that kind of almost sealed, uh, tech y'all had tech on the ropes and boy, you, you had a, you had a nice one there. Uh, by the way, did you ever, uh, did you ever uh, say anything to Joey after that? <laughs> With uh, since I, I, so many of y'all have known Joey McGuire for so long. Yeah, that's that's my that's my boy. I love him to death. Um, I told him good game, and it was mm-hmm. it was kind of crazy that my first interception uh, came from that game. <laughs> it was crazy, <laughs> but uh, that was one of those interceptions that it was like, okay, I t- I knew I was going to get one because it was like 
I watched too much. I watched film. I watched film, and I, I could see the tendencies. And it was like once I recognized what player it was, I was like, oh, oh, I know it's gonna come. And he threw the ball, and I was there, and I was like, yes, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's fun to get to visit with you. And uh, I was thinking about that today. Some of you guys have had all sorts of position coaches over the years. I mean, you've had at least four, right? Yes, Kevin, sir. you had Beastu, um, who's a great I friend of mine. Coach yeah, Coach Stu, Coach Coop, and um, Fran Brown. <laughs> Did you take something from all of those guys? Was that? I bet that was interesting to have to kind of constantly, in a sense, relearn how different people wanted it. Was that was that difficult over the years, or do you do you look back on it somewhat fondly? Um, it had its fair share of challenges because you know all four guys they they coach completely different. You know they they want different things. Um, they they speak to you different ways. You know it, it was it was a challenge, but it was like it was it was good because you know you get to learn. You take a little bit from each coach. You know, and it helps you grow and, and get your own identity. But um, it was it was a it was an interesting five years. Yeah, it, was a blessing, though. it really was a blessing at the end of the day. Yeah, and you can always you had the the pandemic, which made things even even crazier. But uh, you've come out on the other side of it now, uh, pursuing the NFL. Uh, Mark, great to uh, great to visit with you. I've always enjoyed. You've been a great interview and and uh, a fun guy. And and uh, wish you the. Uh, the, the you know all the success in the world and we'll be uh, we'll be tracking you to see where you end up hi uh, yes sir i appreciate appreciate you following me over the years as well and i appreciate you having me um on the show today it's really been you a bet. oh you bet there he goes mark milton who uh went from being the young guy to kind of the dean of the group and uh he heads out on his way as he pursues his NFL dreams. Today was Baylor Pro Day out at Midway. Who who knew? I mean, Midway, just what a gorgeous facility, that indoor facility out there, the Midway Activity Center, the MAC. All right, next, it is time for Campus Confidential. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Had a uh, nice hotel, found a great rate, downtown Louisville. Aaron, did I, is it my fault, do you think, for booking the room prior to the game? I booked it at about 5.30 yesterday. I, I uh, Hopefully I didn't cause anything. Bears yeah, go out stop. there. <laughs> you think I did it. <laughs> my fault. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Gather with us on April 1st in Heritage Square in downtown Waco for the Greater Waco Chambers Texas Food Truck Showdown with presenting sponsor, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Save the date and make sure you're following us on Facebook for all the latest. Visit the thetexasfoodtruckshowdown.com for the lineup of trucks and signature dishes. The Texas Food Truck Showdown is fun for the whole family. So don't fool around and make plans to truck on down to the Texas Food Truck Showdown April 1st. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball was swept over the weekend by Oklahoma State. The Bears are back at Baylor Ballpark tomorrow hosting Abilene Christian. Number 20 Baylor softball was also swept by number two Oklahoma State over the weekend. The Bears will be at home tomorrow hosting UTSA. NCAA tournament is set with the Final Four for the first time. There's no top three seeds in the Final Four. Number five San Diego State will face nine seed FAU. And number five seed Miami will face number four seed UConn in Houston at NRG. Mavericks lost back-to-back games to the Hornets. Luka picked up his 16th techno foul and could miss tonight's game with the Pacers with a suspension. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Dallas sits one loss back of the Oklahoma City Thunder for the final play-in spot in the Western Conference. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hey, this is Matt Mosley. And um, big day, Baylor Pro Day. It's been a lot of fun. we got more coming up on that. Uh, I'll visit about Pro Day with Matt Lively, who was out there with me 
from Channel 6 at about 5 o'clock. Um, ben Sims, huge day. We just had Mark Milton on from Pro Day. Great job out there, Midway. Brad Shelton, the whole crew. And uh, I uh, got to know Brad a few years ago, and we were going to do some uh, – Gonna be, I was going to be doing some radio with him, and, boy, I, I really appreciate the job they do out there. The, uh, the, he's the athletic director out there at uh, Midway. And Shane, uh, <coughs> the head football coach, good guy, and he was doing a great job hosting everything and just a tremendous facility out there. All right, it's time for Campus Confidential. People love this segment, and um, I'm sure it's because of – you know, Aaron Sexton and some of the stuff he brings to it. Aaron, what do you uh, what's kind of on your agenda today with uh, Campus Confidential? Texas interim head coach Rodney Terry has agreed to a five-year contract to become the school's full-time head coach. ESPN reported earlier today. Terry has been Longhorn's interim coach since Chris Beard was suspended in December and ultimately fired a month later. He led Texas to the Big 12 Conference tournament championship, a number two seed in the NCAA tournament, and a run to the Elite Eight that ended yesterday with an 88-81 loss to Miami. <sighs> Glad for Rodney. We'll have more on that at 520. The guy who broke that news last night that it was official, Chip Brown from uh, Horns 24-7, is going to be on with us. Chip breaks a lot of uh, UT news and uh, always got good guy to visit with on those topics. Um, Aaron, I can't believe they, I mean, again, I like to take the sharp stick out to the horns. And, but I thought that, I thought they had it. I mean, they're up like 12 or 13. They're in control. They're playing beautifully. I mean, Timmy Allen was playing great. Even, you know, they didn't have DeSue. And he'd been a great player for them. But they were getting plenty. I mean, they had guys coming off the bench. Uh, Christian Bishop was playing great off the bench. Even Brock Cunningham was doing really good stuff off the bench in the first half. I mean, like, there was no sign. Marcus Carr, uh, the um, uh, Jabari Rice came in, hit some threes off the bench in the first half. There were no signs with 10 or 11 minutes left that they were just going to fall apart. And slowly but surely, I guess you'd call it kind of a slow collapse, but you look up with about three and a half minutes to go, and it's 75-75. I'm thinking, what in the world? Even to the point I was going to go play a little tennis, Aaron, and I thought with 10 minutes left, I'm like, they got this, they have this. And went over there, and, of course, I'm glad I checked back real quick. I was just like, I better check the score before I start playing. And sure enough, here come the Canes, and they get the thing tied up, and good for them. Wong played a brilliant second half. Nigel Pack's a really good player. They had some player, Aaron, that was like, you know who I'm talking about. I think he was 6-for-6 six six from the field and 12-from-12 12 12 from the free throw line. And his name is, oof, I just can't remember. I can't think of his name right now. That guy was awesome. I mean, for the, for the for Miami and that that Jim Laranega, you know, just an older gentleman. I mean, I don't know. Jim Laranega may be 68, 69 years old. Maybe he's in his 70s. He may be in his early 70s by now. And he 17 years ago, he took George Washington or George Mason 
George Mason, to the Final Four, and now he's taking the Canes. And he's got, I mean, they all have a chance. I mean, UConn, I think, is the best team in the Final Four. But you got FAU, San Diego State. Aaron, have, you, have we ever had a Final Four with less, like, big name, you know, brand name? UConn is a blue blood college basketball program. That's it, man. FAU's a, a new one. San Diego State's never been to this level. Um, and it, it's just kind of wild to see this. And Miami is certainly had great football success, but not known for their basketball success. It is amazing that this is what we've ended up with the Final Four. Aaron, are you – I know you're sad that Houston didn't make it, and, of course, we're sad Baylor didn't make it. But are you kind of okay – with it being the brand-new schools other than UConn, or are you missing the big daddy dogs, the big the big blue bloods that are usually still hanging around this time of year? No, I'm, I'm looking forward to the games. The only people that care about that is sports writers. Like, that's the only people that I've ever heard mention, oh, there's no blue bloods in there. Nobody's going to watch. Everybody well, else. And- Everyone and I else know. Well, the TV networks, yeah. <laughs> but there's no, there's, there's no. I haven't seen any data that says that when there's smaller schools in the final four, there's significantly less viewership. We'll see. I mean, the the numbers will come out pretty quick after the games. But yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't like seeing the blue bloods there every year. I like seeing different teams. I like seeing Baylor there every year. But other than mm-hmm. that, I just like good games. I I think probably. When UNC and Duke were in it last year, you you get bigger numbers with huge brand names like that. But to your point, I think the most people that care about sports are going to sit down and watch it, no matter who's in it, and it's kind of fun. I mean, this Dusty, God, what is his name? Dusty May at FAU, uh, Dutcher over at uh, San Diego State. I mean, you realize how long that guy waited to become a head coach? Sometimes we're like, oh, my gosh, this guy's got to take this job. He's got to take this job. Tang waited till he was 50-something years old to, to get his first head coaching job at K-State. That dude became a head coach for the first time at San Diego State at age 57. All right? And now two or three years later or whatever, so he's 59 or 60 now, he's taken them to the Final Four. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us today? After four years at Baylor, junior wing Jordan Turner has entered the transfer portal. The uh, 6'8 forward only played a little over four minutes per game last season and uh, wasn't in the rotation the last couple of years with the Bears. Coming out of high school, Turner was the number 11 overall player in the state. His redshirt freshman year uh, was the national championship year for Baylor. So he, and he did play uh, some late minutes in the national championship game, but basically hasn't played a lot since he's been here and he will enter the transfer portal and look for another school. Well, good for him. And I, I do hope he gets an opportunity somewhere. And, and, and quite honestly, when, they 
had some depth problems last year. Uh, they tried to use him. They tried to use Love Day. They came in together, and you know, for whatever reason, it happens. They just weren't. They never became part of the rotation. He came closer to it, and even got into that game when they were trying to make that comeback against UNC. I feel like I remember him being in that game last year. But you know what? They got <laughs> both those dudes have a national title ring and got to be a part of that, and uh, and I feel good for them. But and and you know you're you have to have 12th, 13th, or 14th man, men on rosters. It just happens. And sometimes we only think of those guys as walk-ons. These were players that were somewhat heralded in high school and for whatever reason just have never been able to break through and, and make much of an on-court impact. But I'm really glad he's going to go try to play somewhere. I, 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 I'll root for that guy and um, – I, I hope he. I mean, he needs to choose a place like a mid-major, where you know, like a, a UNT or a. Boy, I hate to say any of those schools. I can't say FAU anymore, can I? They're going to the Final Four. Um, but he, but he need. He doesn't need to land it somewhere like even K State or or somewhere like that or Texas Tech. He needs to go somewhere where he can play. And I don't think he can play at either one of those schools. But he could go he could go be, he could go be a really good player at Sam Houston State or Tarleton. Like that's where he needs to go. All right? I'm sure he would like to consult with me perhaps on his future. Um, but um, anyway, that's the way I see it. But I, I like him a lot and, and they've been tremendous, like just great um, character type people for the program so I wish him well for the Baylor women's basketball team one player leaving and another announced that she is staying Caitlin Bickle no surprise announced that she will be entering the WNBA draft meanwhile Asia Blackwell announced that she will return next year she missed almost the entire season because of a knee injury after transferring from Missouri this year where she averaged 16 points and 14 rebounds last year for the Tigers. Yeah. Now that's that that is in I, I saw that and I saw that announcement and I found that interesting because there was a component of that that said that she needed to kind of get things right mentally and physically. And, you know, we went through that period of time where thought maybe she was going to come back, then she came back, and she would only kind of play a few minutes. And so, you know, I, I just hope she gets to a place where there's no hesitancy. She feels good about the injury, feels good mentally about things. And we just want to see Dre and Asia, you know, getting to play at full strength. And, and of course, uh, you know, in other women's basketball news, um, uh, Kim Mulkey has led the LSU Tigers in her second year back to the Final Four. And, you know, again, no matter what you think about the way it ended and the way she left or whatever, um, if you thought that Kim Mulkey wasn't going to go to LSU and turn it into a monster, you don't pay any attention or you didn't pay attention to the last 20 years she was at Baylor. That's what she does. And... You know, I 
it's sad that it had to end here, but when you're elite and when you're the one of the handful of greatest women's coaches ever, what are you going to do? It's your next stop. You're going to do it. And not everybody does that. Not every not every kind of legend type coach ends up somewhere. Most times they, you don't see it happen, first of all. But most people don't go to the next stop and immediately, you know, I mean, Bob Knight was unbelievable at Indiana. All right, he never got close to any of that at, at Texas Tech. He never did. I mean, he did okay, but nothing even remotely close to the success he had all those years at Indiana. And quite honestly, that's about the only thing you can compare this to uh, in terms of legends who end up at other places. All right, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's check in with our buddy Matt Lively and see what's on his mind. He was Channel 6's Matt Lively was with me at uh, Pro Day today, and I want to visit with him a little bit about our visit out there. Uh, We'll do that next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back home and back in action Tuesday at Getterman Stadium hosting UT San Antonio. 4.45 for the warm-up show. 5 p.m. first pitch Tuesday for Baylor UTSA Softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-888. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Hooah. 
Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco! Exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Limited time, limited offer, maximum savings, maximum shine. An exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, My Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. On his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Been a power pack show already. Mark Milton, oh, nice little live interview following his pro day experience. Uh, Chip Brown, the man who broke the Rodney Terry news, coming up at five twenty. Right now, though, Matt Lively, a man who's got, he's been putting a couple of TV packages together that you'll see on uh, Channel Six later this evening. I think one at, uh, oh, perhaps uh, six, one at ten. Um, Matt, what was your, uh, welcome back to the program. What was your, um, what was your focus on these uh, packages? Did you, uh, did you put, did you splice in like several of the interviews we did? Or did you focus on one particular uh, player from Pro Day? What, what can we look forward to you, uh, to seeing from you tonight? It's almost like you're in the industry and you know exactly how this works. You you nailed it. Six o'clock, slicing things up. We've got a couple different takes. The big storylines, of course. Charlie Brewer was back in Waco. He said he was thankful that Dave Aranda let him come throw with some of his old teammates. We've got Dylan Doyle, who I think we kind of knew he was injured, but I I didn't know coming into the day that he had torn his MCL and his PCL at the NFLPA uh, Bowl when he was showing out for some scouts, and then. I got a good chuckle out of Connor Galvin saying that he cut out candy from his uh, his diet up until the combine, and even some Mark Milton, who you spoke with earlier today. So that's coming up at 6, and then a, a really cool story, which I think you and I can agree on. Jackson Player gets to participate in Pro Day, where he went to high school. He's a Midway High School grad. Of course, the Allison Indoor Practice Facility at Baylor is completely under construction. Looks like a war zone over there. So the nice people at Midway allowed them to use their practice facility, which doesn't even look like a high school's facility. It looks like something from a D1 program. So how sweet is that, that Jackson Player had his family there, and he gets to end his collegiate career 
where his NF, or his high school career began. Really cool. Yeah, I was trying to remember if Jackson, if that thing had already been built when Jackson was still there. If it was, it was like right at the end of his time. But I, I went said, over there when uh, it was, yeah. In, end of his freshman year. I, I asked him oh. that today. End of his freshman So he did get, and he said his great memory in there is, he sacked Tanner Mordecai a whole bunch. So he, that's what he remembered from, from the Midway Activity Center. I'm not sure Tanner Mordecai wants that information exposed. Remind me, where's Tanner Mordecai now? He was at Oklahoma, and then he went to SMU. Okay, he's a Badger. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's badger. a Badger. He transferred to Wisconsin. I, I have to, you know, I don't know about eligibility anymore. It seems like each each guy gets – 10 to 15 years of collegiate eligibility now after watching some of these NCAA March Madness tournaments. And I'm seeing, seeing some players that look like my dad uh, still on the court, <clears throat> Drew Timmy. Um, so I don't know how many ten eligibility years Tanner Mordecai has, but he might you know find another program down the line here as well. Yeah, the COVID year. You know, Charlie Brewer played for at least six or seven years. Um there's probably a red shirt year mixed in there, or at least one red shirt, a COVID year. It was at Baylor on the Baylor campus at least four years, um, and then has had time to go to Utah and then go to Liberty, and then he was back throwing today on the Baylor campus. And I thought that was kind of neat because, honestly, you know, by the time it ended and they had that COVID year, and, man, he had had several concussions, and the whole thing was just – tough but you know he was a tough-minded dude the players loved him I think the coaches really liked him a lot and so to get to come back to campus and there was somebody else like that it was like one of the wide receivers who had gone elsewhere but decided to come back to to Baylor for his pro day and I think that was kind of neat and uh you heard me ask him if he had any eligibility left and he shot back immediately I'm (laughs) done with college I feel like I, I felt like I feel like my role today was just sort of a, you know, I was kind of trying to, you know, visit with the players. But then I found myself. I didn't really mean for this to happen. I I, I sort of after every interview, I'd kind of or, or like the last question, I'd throw a joke in, and I mean I know that doesn't shock you about me, but um, anyway, I thought it was working okay. I don't know if all the other reporters. Or appreciative of that, but I kind of got in a little rhythm there, and uh, and then I snuck out and visited with some of the NFL scouts. But and talking to Matt Lively from uh, Channel Six Sports, Matt, you have to tell the story. I don't want to have to you know tell it on myself, but you and I were observing closely the Ben Sims, the tight end, his forty-yard dash, and I kind of want you to walk folks through your version of what you thought you saw and then kind of the Mosley version of what I what what it looked like to my eye and then and then I'd like you to share what we ended up knowing is the result that he had uh, in his 40-yard dash really putting me on blast here so I want I want the audience at home to know we're watching Mark Milton Christian Morgan Gavin Holmes R.J. Sneed, run the 40. I mean, these guys are like lightning fast. You feel you're at the NASCAR track with when these guys go by, your head does a spin. And Ben Sims, incredibly athletic. I was actually really impressed. He was over there running with the chain half the time. So, you know, we come off 
these wide receivers and defensive backs running their 40s, and then Ben Sims has to go, and it just looks a little tad bit slower. And, you know, no hyperbole here. I said, I don't know if that was that fast. And Mosley said, that's the fastest I've ever seen a guy run a 40 in my life. He actually had to grab <laughs> onto his glasses. They almost flew off his head. He went that no. fast by Mosley. And I said, I don't know, Mosley. I don't know if it was that fast. And to, to your credit, uh, you have the exact number here. What did he end up running? Four. Now, again, you're, four, five, seven was the number, the unofficial number on it. But um, it, it, uh, I, he, he looked for a big man, which he is. He's at least, what, six, four, six, five. He's a big old dude uh, tied in. I don't know what he's officially listed at. He's, a, he's six, three or six, four. He's a big dude. And, and obviously, he's one of the best pass-catching tight ends the Bears have ever had, like in the history of Baylor football. But I thought it was a big day for him. But I, I did have to call you immediately when I, when I heard that and saw that. And I think to my naked eye, and I think Jack from the Internet site could back this up, he said, um, I said, a four, I think about a 4.63 is what I had him at. And the guy ends up with a 4.57. I have that as one of the best moments of the day for the Baylor players. So, anyway, I appreciate you. uh... And, by the way, I'm looking it up right now. The NFL Combine this year, if you look at the fastest tight end times, 4-5-4, 4-5-5 are the top two. 4-5-9 is number three. So, Ben Sims would have been the third fastest time at the Combine had he run there with that 4-5-7. I think you and I should tweet this out, and um, and we'll get that out there in tandem here in a minute, and kind of let that's good that's good context uh, because he was bummed that he didn't get get invited to the combine last year, like a Baylor record, uh, about six guys, and of course when when uh, when Bryles and company were here, they were putting a lot of guys into the NFL and uh, a lot of guys to the combine, but last year was huge. Last year they had like six or seven guys get to the combine. This year only two. Um, I, I find it interesting to to watch all these guys play, but sometimes not have interviewed a lot of these guys, um, Matt. And maybe you've been around him, but wasn't that amazing to a guy like Gall, who has been really, really good since coming to Baylor? But we have in our mind what every offensive lineman is supposed to look like, right? Mose Jeffrey, Khalil Keith, um, uh, Connor Galvin, these these just hulking men, these extremely tall, huge men. And there's a guy that's kind of slimmed down um, and not very tall. And he even brought that up. But to me, that even makes it more impressive that he was such a big-time player in the Big 12. He does not have your prototypical um, power five conference size. And I thought that was, that kind of stood out to me today when we were interviewing those guys. I totally agree. He's only, he's six, two, I'm six, one, Jacob Gall is six, two to com- in comparison, Connor Galvin is six, seven, and he sits right at 300 pounds. Gall also sits at 300 pounds, but the fact that Connor Galvin has five inches on him. And so we, you're right. We heard Gall say, you know, I- I'm trying to show scouts that, I still have all the other intangibles you might look for in an offensive lineman, even if I don't have the height or the size. We even heard Jackson player kind of note to that as well, saying, 
if you, you everything I have is on my tape. You know, Jackson Player is not a huge defensive lineman when you compare him to Apuaika, who who compared himself or said he looks up to Vita Vea, who's one of the biggest defensive tackles in the National Football League. Even Jackson Player said, well, yeah, maybe I don't have the size, but look at the tape. It's all right there. And I think the same can be said about Jacob Gall. This was, good. This was supposed to be the best Big 12 offensive line last season because of what they did during that Sugar Bowl year. I don't think it ended up being like that, but they've certainly shown flashes of brilliance despite what their size is or yeah. how heavy they are. I mean, these guys are legit. Yeah, like I, I had a talk with Utley after uh, Braden Utley, and, and I always liked him. He was a really good player. I mean, they've had some guys uh, that were kind of like that, just fireplug dudes. But, boy, he would get number 54. He would get after you. And, uh, and Baylor's had some really good. And, of course, next year, Gabe Hall's an athletic freak. T.J. Franklin is a monster of a man. You know, Drake Dabney's another huge tight end. So there's, there's more guys in the pipeline. But uh, today was a lot of fun. All right, Lively, that's good stuff. Um, you can watch Matt's uh, work. And, of course, Curtis Quillen uh, was out there as well today. The Channel 6 Sports Department was out in force uh, at 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock this evening. Uh, and, uh, Matt, I appreciate it. All right? And I'll, uh, I'll holler at you soon. We'll see you at the spring game. That'll be great. That's on the 22nd, and that will be followed by a very special talk uh, from the offensive coordinator for the Bears, Jeff Grimes, speaking to my alumni, my fraternity alumni, which um, I don't know if he wants me to put that out there uh, as much as I am, but uh, we're excited. Jeff is a great speaker and a great guy. And, uh, man, there's just so much he can share, and I can't wait to hear from him. Um, Okay, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Next, the man who broke the news on Rodney Terry being the head basketball coach at the University of Texas. That's Chip Brown from Horns 247. He is next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, plus Baylor football with its pro day coming up today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Join us Thursday, March 30th, for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Our guests, Michael Woodson from Baylor Men's Tennis and Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football continues spring drills tomorrow. The practice tomorrow follows today's pro day for those departing the program and moving on to the next level. From the weekend in Baylor Athletics, Baylor softball dropped three on the road at Oklahoma State. Likewise, Baylor baseball dropped all three of their games in Stillwater against the Cowboys. After Sunday's series finale, here's head coach Mitch Thompson. Well, hey, I, I think we ran into a buzzsaw. I think Oklahoma State's really playing well, and uh, I, give their, I give their club a lot of credit. I think uh, Watts Brown was outstanding on the mound for them, gave them a great start, and, uh, you know, we couldn't get into the bullpen. If we can get into the bullpen, then maybe we have a chance, uh, uh, but we just couldn't, we couldn't do it. He was, he, was, he was excellent. I mean, you know, he looked like the, he looked like the guy that everybody said was going to be the conference pitcher of the year, and, uh, and that's what he looked like today. And, and then, you know, their hitters, uh, you know, you try to hold them, try to hold them, try to hold them and do a pretty good job for a little while. And then all of a sudden it, they just explode. They're built for this ballpark. They play to this ballpark and they wear it out. Mitch Thompson and the Baseball Bears back in action tomorrow evening, 630 at Baylor Ballpark, hosting Abilene Christian. Also from the weekend, Baylor wrapped up the Clyde Hart Classic on Saturday at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling remained undefeated on the season, knocking off fourth-ranked Quinnipiac Saturday in the Farrell Center. And women's tennis goes 1-1 one one on the weekend, a 6-1 win at home over West Virginia, a 6-1 loss to the Iowa State Cyclones on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with good feet. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball was swept over the weekend by Oklahoma State. The Bears are back with Baylor Ballpark tomorrow hosting Abilene Christian. Number 20 Baylor softball was also swept by number two Oklahoma State over the weekend. The Bears will be at home tomorrow hosting UTSA. NCAA tournament is set with the Final Four for the first time. There's no top three seeds in the Final Four. Number five San Diego State will face nine seed FAU. And number five seed Miami will face number four seed U. UConn in Houston at NRG. Mavericks lost back-to-back games to the Hornets. Luka picked up his 16th techno foul and could miss tonight's game with the Pacers with a suspension. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Dallas sits one loss back of the Oklahoma City Thunder for the final play-in spot in the Western Conference. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Chip Brown joining us now. Uh, Horns 24-7. You've seen him over the years. Used to be my uh, Dallas Morning News colleague. Uh, and, Chip, last night um, you had the um, the breaking news that Texas was making the decision to uh, they would be uh, offering the job to Rodney Terry, and obviously today it all is leading that way. Um, welcome to the program, and uh, have you made it? Uh, have you made it back into uh, Austin after the uh, boy the the Longhorns? That was a uh, that was deflating for Longhorn fans. What happened uh, yesterday? Yeah, that really was. Um, they were twenty two and zero when leading at halftime going into that game. Mm. and just had done such a good job of closing out games. I think, you know, not having Dylan DeZue really caught up to them in that Miami game because they are just so aggressive. And and they they got Texas spread out a bit and, and drove guys one-on-one. And, uh, man, they got to the foul line a ton, 28 times in the second half. Uh, 32 total uh, to 15 for Texas. And, um, you know, they were trying to, they were trying to fight wolves with, with, uh, you know, plastic knives in there. It felt mm. like um, Timmy Allen and and Brock Cunningham trying to do battle with, 
you know, nor Chad O'Meara and Jordan Miller and Miami's cast of six Niners. But um, uh, great game, really fun, fast-paced game. A lot of alley-oops, you know, kind of a little bit of a throwback there for a minute when they were trading baskets to that Louisville, Houston, five slamma jamma stuff. But um, it's, uh, you know, a great season for Rodney Perry. Yeah. And you and I have talked mostly, he, you know, he reminds me a little bit of Jerome Tang in that, you know, he's a positive guy. He's, he's all about, you know, building that relationship with his, with his players and man, they really responded for him. And, and, uh, they just ran out of gas. They, they needed all hands on deck. They didn't have them. And I thought it was impressive. They beat Xavier without Dizou, um, because they had Jack Nungy, the seven footer and, um, you know, Texas just, they were, they had such a sense of mission about this and got off to such a good start yesterday. It was surprising to see them, uh, not have an answer finally. Yeah. And, uh, they Texas. I mean, I really thought they had the thing under control, even like you say, with all those big guys, but Miami hung around long enough and there they came. Isn't that interesting? Like San Diego state has one game similarly, like they've down, they're down ten. You kind of almost in your mind start to think, okay, this other team's going to advance, and they hang around long enough, and then they jump back into the game. Houston did it once. Uh, they were down by ten at halftime in a game before they got to Sweet Sixteen, and they fought back and got back in it. So it is, uh, it's interesting to watch. Chip Brown, who had the news even in the past hour that uh, Texas has reached a five-year, fifteen point three million dollar contract agreement with Rodney Terry um, uh, to be the Longhorns' new basketball coach. Chip, I think you and everybody knew this sort of, as, after they made the Sweet 16, this was going to have to happen. This needed to happen. And, uh, and, I, and I think Crystal Conti was getting a lot of pressure, and people were like, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? And I guess we'll always wonder, I don't think, you know, if he had had the contract already done, that would have been the difference in them beating Miami. Um, but it is interesting that they he waited like he did, Crystal Conti. I mean, I, I get the sense that if they hadn't have made the Sweet 16 chip, that it was 50-50 whether he was going to be the head coach at UT. Does that seem like a fair assessment to you? Yeah, I mean, the Sweet 16 was sort of the deal closer, and um, and I wrote that. Uh, at the time, and and the UT administration was ready to move on Terry, but they didn't want to do it during the tournament because the team had been so focused, and they didn't. And I don't think Terry wanted it to be about uh, Rodney Terry it, it, in in the lead up to one of those games. And I get that. I had the information um, a night earlier and was talked out of running it because could have been a distraction um and you know fine so i run it the next day and and uh after the after the game and um you know i think rodney terry handled himself uh really well and he you know this is a departure though matt you're right i mean texas is usually a big game hunter and for good reason i mean this is a tough job it's got a glare that you can see from space uh, if you don't know who you are and exactly how you're going to handle things, you'll get exposed. Shaka Smart tried to, you know, graduate to that major um, level and 
and was learning on the job and it was a disaster. Um, he went back to the mid major level where he's totally comfortable and, you know, had Marquette uh, as a two seed. So this job's not for everybody, but Rodney's been in it as a, an assistant to Rick Barnes for nine years, helped recruit, you know, guys like LaMarcus Aldridge, Tristan Thompson, Corey Joseph, Jordan Hamilton. And he goes off and is a head coach at Fresno state. And I had an interesting conversation with Steve Fisher, the former Michigan and former San Diego state coach. Uh, of course he led Michigan to that 89 national titles and interim coach. And he said, I think people are going to look at Rodney's track record and say, uh, but he said, you've got to look uh, closer. He said the Fresno state program he inherited had four losing seasons before he got there. And he ended up having four 20 plus wins in seven years. And UTEP, same thing, two straight losing seasons under Tim Floyd. You know, it took a, a year to, to get it going, but then, you know, and look at the players he brought to UTEP, um, you know, uh, he brought Sule Boom, who ended up being Xavier's leading scorer, uh, the Bryson Williams kid who ended up at Texas Tech and helped them get to the Sweet 16 last year. And, um, you know, Rodney has an eye for talent. And in stepping up to Texas, he gets all the resources he needs, the staff that he wants, um, some of whom will probably stay on from the staff that he coached with here in the NCAA tournament. And then you know, he'll be able to recruit more easily. He won't have to sell that guy on Fresno over, you know, a bigger school or sell UTEP to a guy over that bigger school, especially now with the transfer portal. So, um, and Rodney helped bring these guys in, you know, the guys, the five fifth year seniors who are leaving the, you know, Timmy Allens and Christian Bishop and Marcus Carr and Serge Barry Rice. He was, he was the guy on Serge Barry Rice and that, you know, that guy was so much fun to watch this year. So I think it's going to be a, a, a great opportunity for Rodney and, and knowing him, you know, he'll, he'll seize the moment and, and uh, let's see what he can do with it. We'll never know, will we, who they would have gone after. Uh, you, you talked about the big name Hunter uh, with, uh, with Cal, you know, and that's just te- the way at Texas, when a football opening, it, when there's about to be a firing, what do they think? Well, let's go get Saban. Let's go get, you know, the monster names. I guarantee you, <laughs> boy, people would have been moving to go get coach Cal, especially with, with what's kind of happened at Kentucky. You know, he's obviously got a little bit of pressure on him these days, but, uh, it would have been somebody. I even heard Jerome Tang's name being bandied about as a possible, and I, I, that would have been horrible for K-State, but uh, Jerome would have had to think about it, my gosh, if they came in there with that kind of money. Now, they get Rodney Terry at a reasonable, and, of course, it's way more than he was making as an assistant, but that's not, uh, the, you know, the deal that you're reporting, that's not just a, I mean, again, it's a great deal, but it's not like blow them away, number one money in the Big 12 or, or, or SEC or something like that. Right. I mean, Beard came in at, you know, $5 million a year for, for seven years. Of course, they fired him with cause. Um, you know, one in, a, one in eight games, one season in eight games into that deal. Um, and, and so, you know, I think it's a fair market value. Obviously, it's 
it's the number that made uh, Rodney Terry say yes, because he was getting interest um, from other jobs and to his credit and Texas was fully aware of that. They, they knew his, his stock, you know, people were like, why didn't you give him a job after the big 12 tournament? Well, his, his value went up and he made more money by not, you know, getting a deal after the big 12 tournament and Texas was happy to pay it. So, um, you know, good, good situation all around for, for Rodney Terry. All right. Well, it's, um, it's, and do you think the, what, what do you sense talking to Chip Brown from uh 24 seven horns, 24 seven, what do you sense from the fan base? Was there so much excitement over this run and, and the appreciation over that, I would think that, and you can't ever make everybody happy, but you, you feel like the majority of the fan base is pretty excited, and, and as, it, as it continued to go this direction, are more than thrilled to, uh, to, to have Rodney Terry. What are you sensing is kind of uh, the reaction to this hire? Well, you know how this goes, Mosley. They're happy the day of the press conference, and that'll probably <laughs> be tomorrow, but you know, they want to know who's coming back because that was the weird part of the locker room last night was, man, nobody was, you know, talking about the future plans. I mean, everybody, and listen, in the age of the transfer portal, that's a smart way to go. I've had agents tell me that, you know, if you've had a good year, you should always say you're thinking about going into the portal to get the NIL money up or get it right. Um, but you know, the guys who could come back, Tyrese Hunter, uh, Dylan DeZue, um is a senior, but he has a COVID year. We'll see. Um, you know, Arterio Morris, Dylan Mitchell, and then they had you know, some guys redshirting this year. And then, you know, they've got Ron Holland coming in the five-star. they got two five-stars coming in. So, you know, do all those guys come back? And what's the staff look like? I mean, you know how this is mostly. It's it's now you're proving it day in and day out. How, what is the recruiting class and the portal look like? And is Texas winning those battles? So um, Rodney Terry's going to go right under that microscope immediately. And like I said before, you better know uh, exactly how you're doing things and have, have your plan in place and have rhinoceros, in and a in a you know a hell-bent mission to get uh back to the uh elite eight final four you know talk national championship because that's what texas expects and there's a 24 kid guard that they're after and baylor's after like crazy and so we'll see what happens with him on uh on lake highland's state title winning team class 6a also, the son of one of your former roommates uh, played on that team and was a starter for much of the year, the great Warren Hamilton. So uh, some How'd excitement How do you there. do? How'd Warren do? Oh, Warren functioned very well at State, and uh, Dad was a little nervous. I was, saw him on game day of State title, and the Dad was pacing around the Riverwalk, but uh, Drew was there and ready to go for game time, and, uh, and the Wildcats pulled off a Class 6A state title i had their head coach on the radio and it was just funny because you never know like what a high school coach or what kind of downloads or numbers that'll do and uh you you would have died chip like we we got like twenty five thousand views slash downloads for that interview 
with a Class 6A high school basketball coach. And I guess it just speaks to the excitement level over something like that and the interest level, especially Texas high school basketball. By the way, have you gotten to see – have you spent any time around one – Arch Manning, I, I've been curious. When I was at uh, spring football practice for Baylor last few days, was it pro day today? What's uh, what's what's? I know you only you know we only get like a, a portion of practice, but is is uh, is the ball coming out about like you expected it to? Yeah, and I'll tell you the guy who's who's probably the most physically impressive, and the ball whistles when he throws it is Malik Murphy, who's now healthy and and out there um you know he he came in uh with Quinn Ewers freshman from California broke his ankle in a state championship victory uh and then had to recover from that and had a little setback after winter conditioning but and that's about as much arm talent at quarterback as Texas has maybe ever had on campus at one time with Ewers Malik Murphy and and Arch Manning and and now, you know, the word I'm getting is yours is really, you know, getting comfortable with the offense in year two. And and that Murphy and Manning are are guns ablazing. I mean, they're coming they're coming for it. But uh Sarkeesian really likes to have a second year quarterback, really doesn't like having a first year quarterback because of all the nuance and all the calls and protections and everything that go into his offense. And so, you know, I think, I think it's still yours job uh, to lose, uh, but those guys are coming for him. All right. Well, lots of excitement, great job on all the basketball and then breaking all the Rodney Terry news as I, as I knew you would. And then Austin, of course, has had, while you were covering basketball, the match play comes in out there at the oh. venerable Austin Country Club. And I'm sure that's an event you normally love to attend. And, and obviously basketball kept you from uh, attending that great event. Yeah, the, it's mostly it's not, it's not been a problem. Texas in the NCAA tournament has not been a problem <laughs> in the past. It, it was this year. And so I missed out on that uh, that incredible Sam Burns. What a what a crazy semifinal, right? You had you had Scheffler and and Rory both in the lead, and then they both lose, and you get uh, Sam Burns just with a blowout win. But yeah, that's a great event. I'm sad that it's it's come to an end here in Austin. I think people love watching it on TV because visually it's such a a beautiful course, especially all those holes on the water. So, um, yeah, they've they've done a really nice job with that event. I know the old fogies at Austin Country Club are glad it's gone because all they care about are their tea times. But um, <laughs> it was it was a fun run. All right. Well, maybe now that it's gone, uh, some tea times will free up for the two of us to reconnect on like those old days when we were involved in some match play competition. And you had to carry me around a course uh, called, <laughs> I think that was Cedar Crest, perhaps. And uh, uh, I, I, think, just, I, I just know <laughs> we won. We won, mostly. We beat, uh, we beat the editor. That's all that matters. Is Sam Burns, by the way, I love this tweet about him. Yesterday, as he's, as he's headed toward a victory, he was eating a snack. What do you think it was, Chip? It was an Uncrustables. 
like something a, a six-year-old would be eating. Oh, my. And that's the snack he was having, was an uncrustable sandwich. Yeah, because, you know, these kids don't like the crust on their peanut butter jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Crying out loud. <laughs> eat the crust. Eat the skin on the fish. Eat the potato skin, for crying out loud. That's where all the where all the nutrients are. That's right. That's right. Spoken like a good Austin man who knows that restaurant scene. Uh, all right, um, Chip, great stuff. I appreciate it. Um, take a break at some point. I mean, my gosh, you got a, you got a news conference to cover now, and then maybe, maybe you can take a deep breath, okay? Yeah, spring football, and then uh, April 15th. About the Masters, uh, we'll take a breath. All right. That's, that's always a great time and uh, one of the great TV-watching experiences out there. Chip, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Mosley. Be good. All right. There he goes. Chip Brown from Horns 247, 24-7, and um, broke the original news that this thing was happening for certain, Rodney Terry, and then today has the contract information on that and that is unlike chip to be talked out of breaking news and i i can imagine they thought somehow that was going to be a distraction so somehow they talked uh chip out of it that is that is very unlike him but uh but that's fine that's fine he he decided that he would uh do it that way it is the matt mosley show espn central texas and we've been out at uh Pro Day today, and what a what a fun day it was. Baylor Pro Day, 19 different players. Dylan Doyle was there, but it turns out that he um, tore his PCL and MCL at the NFLPA uh, bowl game that they have in, in the uh, days leading up to that. And so he's been trying to recover, and only a couple of players, Baylor players, were invited to the Combine so a lot of players needed to show up and uh, do the best they could. I, I would say players like Christian Morgan, the safety, um, Mark Milton, who was on with us earlier today, Ben Sims, all of them really, really helped themselves. Um, you know, I, I talked to one, Jacob Gall, uh, the uh, Baylor um well, all Big 12 guard. I mean, he's obviously been really good for the Bears over the last few years. I was watching him run the 40, and he did not look like your typical lineman. Most linemen, I mean, that's not where they're going to excel. All right, you're not going to see linemen running 4-8, 4-9. But, um, boy, he was fast. Goal was. For an offensive lineman, he was scooting. And uh, and that was fun to watch. We interviewed a lot of the linemen, most Big Mose Jeffrey, and then uh, Khalil Keith is just a monster of a man. Uh, but uh, uh, Connor Galvin is just huge, big old huge redheaded guy with a beard. And so a lot of it was fun to see a lot of those Baylor players. And uh, B.J. Hanspard, Byron Hanspard's son, the, the former Texas Tech great, his son has been a tremendous part, huge culture guy. Uh, he's going to become a minister or a speaker. He's very gifted in that area. But, you know, I, I, don't, I think he admitted that he didn't know if he wanted to come out and be a part of the pro day or not, and he did it. And that's how he wanted to finish strong. And, of course, we'll see if he has any, any NFL opportunities. But, man, what an impressive guy 
And uh, Mark Milton ran a 4-4-1. And the big news today, the tight end, Ben Sims, running a 4-5-7, which, uh, you know, usually guys will, you know, kind of play it cool. But I liked about Ben Sims that he admitted, I mean, <clears throat> he was hoping for that. But I, I think he was ecstatic, thrilled to run a 4-5-7 in that kind of situation and uh, as Matt Lively was pointing out uh, earlier, that would have been the like third fastest time at the combine in that in that position group. So tremendous work by Ben Sims. Okay, uh, a couple more ways uh, to uh, sign off. A couple more nuggets to share with you. We'll do that next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm has an office in Waco on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. Tom Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball was swept over the weekend by Oklahoma State. The Bears are back at Baylor Ballpark tomorrow hosting Abilene Christian. Number 20 Baylor softball was also swept by number two Oklahoma State over the weekend. The Bears will be at home tomorrow hosting UTSA. NCAA tournament is set with the Final Four for the first time. There's no top three seeds in the Final Four. Number five San Diego State will face nine seed FAU. And number five seed Miami will face number four seed UTSA. UConn in Houston at NRG. Mavericks lost back-to-back games to the Hornets. Luka picked up his 16th techno foul and could miss tonight's game with the Pacers with a suspension. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Dallas sits one loss back of the Oklahoma City Thunder for the final play-in spot in the Western Conference. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. You know, a quick uh, programming note as we wind things down during the dismount. The Rangers season opener coming up Thursday afternoon. That's a, oh, what is that, Aaron? Is that 3 p.m. first pitch or 3.30? Maybe 3.30. Um, man, that's exciting. Great rotation. Uh, you will hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas, and uh, proud to proud to say that. And uh, I, you know, all our Rangers fans around here, always a wonderful day. And then I'll be representing the station uh, at the game itself. I'll be out there, and uh, very excited about that. And uh, actually, be out there with a few uh, a few buddies. So. Uh, that'll be great. And then, of course, uh, I'll have a full report for Friday's show uh, as the uh, Rangers get it on with the Phillies to start the season. And on paper, Aaron, this is about the best uh, Rangers starting rotation they've had, some people would say, ever. I, I, I don't want to go too far. Um, I was just looking at it real quick here. But, man, that, that projected starting lineup gets me kind of excited. And here's that starting lineup. And, of course, DeGrom, Perez, Gray, Evaldi, and uh, and then uh, oh, Andrew coming in there as the fifth starter. All right, it's uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Tomorrow we'll do it all over again at 4 o'clock straight up. Everybody have a great night. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you tomorrow. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround.